Hey everyone, this is Dan with the Spiritual Underground Podcast coming to you from my little wood shop in my backyard here in New Albany, Indiana. Uh, get the commercials out of the way. Got any handyman woodworking uh, jobs, any projects need to be done, you can contact me at uh, 502-292-7444. Uh, Darren Frank, thank him for the music that's around the podcast. And 12-Step Spiritual Recovery is a book by James Christopher Cohn. It is the 12 steps geared for anyone, not just the people with the isms. Uh, you've heard if you listen this much, you'll uh, heard me say it. I think it seems to be hitting now after going into the third year of uh, the program. Uh, it seems to be um, really, really hitting a couple few niches. One of them is uh, people who are already in 12 steps that want just a different view at the steps, uh, maybe and go a little deeper. Uh, people who don't fit in a traditional 12-step program, which generally people think of 12 steps being uh, connected with substance abuse and chemical dependency. And uh, the steps can help you, uh, even if you're not struggling with those things. And then the third one is, is uh, I've run into a couple people lately who just said, you know, AA didn't work for them. They just couldn't get with it for whatever reason. Well, this is a back door into the same work that, uh, that uh, you do to, that is uh, set millions of people free. So 12-Step Spiritual Recovery by James Christopher Cohn. And just in case this is the first time you bopped along this podcast and run into it, it's uh, we are primarily a 12-step based recovery podcast uh, I do define recovery rather broadly it, uh, we recover from all kinds of things in life my um, guest today is uh, got a at least the second piece of recovery in his story here and that's probably a lot of what we'll talk about but we can recover from divorce we can recover from trauma we can recover from substance abuse uh, so I explore those things and how people do it because when we when our stories get told, it uh, it allows other people to uh, believe that that can happen for them too. And it's the traditional way that we passed along this uh, 12-step recovery thing with people telling their stories. And uh, I've uh, picked up my little piece of the ball and trying to carry it through this medium. And um, just really it's a unique way I get to participate in my recovery. Uh, I get to know my friends better. I get to meet new people, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you feel the same. So today, my guest is back for a second visit. Uh, Mark E. I first knew him as Mo- Army Mark uh, when I first started hearing his name around the rooms that I was going to uh, in here, in New Albany, Indiana. I didn't know him. Uh, his the people were making announcements of how he was because he was out of the country. Uh, uh, serving our country and um, all that and finally I ended up getting to know him and he came in uh, in eight we looked at him a minute ago it was April of 2019 and uh, uh, just recently this year just actually this month yeah it's still August um, Mark celebrated 15 years but since his last uh, trip here <clears throat> you know and he's had a at least one major event and maybe more of one major event in his life and you know and when i was saying earlier about recovering from things uh you know it, it almost seems like to some extent life is about getting knocked down and getting back up and getting knocked down and getting back up uh there's a few i see at least i hear rumored that there's a few people that seem to escape that cycle but i don't know too many of them uh um, it's like the it seems our journey is to uh take on difficult things and uh, overcome them and then like to complete the circle it's uh, uh, helping other people get through what you what you've been through 
So um, that is, you know, this these these twelve steps is Bill calls it a design for living that works. And uh, and and once you've got the alcohol and, and the dope behind you, if that's your problem, alcohol and or or both, uh, then we got to do this thing called life. And these 12 steps keep on uh, working for me as I implement these tools, the principles and the fellowship around me in order to uh, carry through some tough stuff. I've had a few times been knocked down since I've been in uh, in recovery and uh, the fellowship and these tools have worked for me to, to you know, stay on the higher ground and uh, and be useful to the people in my life while, while we're going through tough stuff. So, uh, Mark's story's here for part two today. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Dan. Thank you, sir. It was your sobriety date was the 8th? Uh, no, actually, uh, the 16th was 16th. mine. 16th. Yeah, the 16th was my sobriety right. date. I remember sending, I keep yeah. people's stuff in my... I think you did. I, uh, yep. Yeah, I got it right. yeah, yeah, 16th, but we... I don't know why I had the 8th in my head. We ended up celebrating uh, for this, just this past Friday. Four people in my home group. One with uh, one year... Uh, another gentleman with uh, five years and ten years, and then me, fifteen. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's been uh, uh, it's been uh, quite a journey. Yeah. So, yeah, I was uh, well, was making. I had two, one to make now. There's a one sitting out there in the yard yeah. on sticks drying right now. Right, right, right. Somebody else, and, <laughs> and I've kind of backed off. Uh, I like hit the big numbers when I can, you know, yeah. the 10, 15, 5, 10, 15s and that kind of stuff. But I, everybody that's in my perimeter that I know that yeah. gets celebrates one year, yeah. I make a one year one because, man, that one year is uh, yeah, very important. really not Excuse much me. more yeah. special than uh, than that first one. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of hurdles overcome in that, in that first year. I appreciate that, man. I, I got a I got one that you made when I had 12 years. Is it 12? I was trying I to remember think of what it was. When, I remember it, yeah. Yeah, there's a piece of time where I tried to make them for everybody, but, uh, and I did real good for a while. Yeah. And it was another way I just got to participate in my recovery, you know, but it did Absolutely. become a thing. One yeah. time in my home group, there was 11 people celebrating. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. It gets like, oh. Oh, wow. And I did it. Uh, <laughs> And, but after that, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to set some boundaries around uh, <laughs> making Yeah, make things. your parameters a little tighter. It really tighter. was. It, it's been good for me, you know. And yeah. It was good for me. I think about the way that, you know, God has given me quite a few unique ways to participate in my recovery. And making those tokens is one of the ways that uh, that really helped me early on, you know. Because yeah. uh, it, 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 it allowed me to be a part of. And that's extremely important. And that's one thing I've always stressed is, you know, we you, living in the program is means giving back. Means, you know, uh, we don't do it anymore. But you know, uh, cleaning ashtrays and all that other all that other kind of stuff. You know, and, and yeah. I, I I see some people withdrawing into themselves. So, you know, making them part of the solution is a is absolutely important thing. Yep. Yep. You know? uh, you know, they have that uh, getting out of myself by uh, helping other people, whether if it's like setting out chairs and doing that kind of stuff or, you know, grabbing yep. up a guy and talking to him and yep. staying in the exactly. loop. Exactly. I can't, it's, um, I, I can't believe the count amount of times that I've had some dumb little problem in my head. And then either I go to a meeting or somebody calls and they got a real problem. <laughs> and my problem vanishes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's yeah. one thing. Uh, continuously here, my problems get 
downsized I by I was, hanging around. I thought I was doing great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, you want to start off with that day? Or um, you want to talk yeah, about well, I, I maybe just update, you know, from the last time we talked. Uh, I, that summer, I was going through a pretty nasty divorce. Pretty nasty. And uh, it continued on the till way after my accident so but uh that just compounded things you yeah. know but, but it's I actually was, a recovery from divorce it's at, a heart-wrenching oh, life-wrecking event at, at 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 every turn you know the rooms have been such a savior for me you know um that uh, that that summer went pretty good i retired from the federal service in october had a great um Two months, <laughs> and then uh, you know we uh, were out riding with some friends and uh, uh, guys in the program, and uh, got into got into an accident. You know, was uh, nobody's. It was uh, my own stupidity, was basically. It? When it, when you when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, you know, but, really road conditions would have been the bigger yes, factor, right? Yes, yes, road conditions. And, yes, because uh, from what I understood, there's like marbles or gravel or something in it sand was, or well, some kind was, of loose material in the road. It was actually water. It was water. Water, and the curve was a little bit too too steep for the for the water. Just a one patch of water that was flowing, and uh, uh, tried to tried to when I slid, I tried to recover from it, but end up hitting a guardrail. But uh, so, uh, needless to say, uh, my life changed immediately. It's like I was telling you before. Um, yeah, we started talking a little bit, and I said, "Hold on, yeah, let me yeah, get the recorder yeah, going." Before it's, we... it's uh, you know, we I, I hit the ground, and I hit uh, pretty fast, pretty hard. I hit the elbow first, um, which crushed my left elbow. But I would. At, at hit the ground or the guardrail? The ground. No, it the, the, the uh, as you laid it. I'm guessing that you laid it over. It no, I actually hit the guardrail. Oh, did you? As I was trying to avoid, and it just snapped and threw me off. Mm. So it caught the guardrail. So, um, um, well, at <sighs> yeah, I was going to get up. I just felt like okay. I'm getting, then. Yeah, I fell down. I'm gonna get back up. Yep, yep. And uh, of course, uh, the EMS showed up. And um, but I, I guess what I've been contemplating, contemplating how to how to how to show this or say this to you into the into the audience that uh, without getting into a lot of detail, it just in 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 a split second your 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 life will change. You know, I I always been pretty powerful in the program it's it's always been a part of me for the last well at that time 13 years so um uh i was in uh intensive care for about six weeks i think did you call the ems or did somebody no else? i i don't remember don't any of that <laughs> I don't. Uh, all i knew was i seen about 10 people around me you know so uh because the way I heard it was, is that right after y'all split up, y'all were like out for a ride, and y'all were kind of back in town, and one guy going right. this way, one guy right. going that way, and exactly. it was time, and as you split mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. 
Uh, you wrecked from shortly after Tony, that. Yeah, yeah. Tony split off. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. You know, it was a beautiful day. You know, um, but uh, in a split second, things can things can change. And, so uh, more than likely, somebody saw it and called. Yeah, there was there was people behind us. Oh yeah, yeah. EMS was there in five minutes. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. So, but uh, but. Uh, I was going to say. Um, you said earlier you yeah. really didn't know what, how bad a shape you were in until no. you actually got to the. And and I, when I when I got into the ER, that's when I really realized I was in trouble. And uh, you know what? I and, and and I have to talk about. I have to uh, call out certain people who who came to me, and you know, and that's my partner Jamie. You know, we've been together. Um, for quite a while now, um, we're fighters. You know, we we were uh, in a in an emotionally charged situation with our both of our divorces. So so we 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 are partners. We absolutely love each other, and I'm so so happy. You know, and I remember she came in the room, and uh, I just can't say enough about her because she took it all in stride. Hmm. This devastating injury, uh, I had, um, when I woke up, I found out I had a crushed left elbow, um, a fractured femur, a fractured, no, a broken femur, uh, a fractured hip. Uh, a compound fracture of the of the right arm, and my back was broken in three places. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Internal injuries? Any? No, no, no. And and and. Uh, Not that there needed to be anything else. I just remember seeing. I mean, yeah. it might have been a might have been an early report where they said possible some. I, I yeah, have yeah. a memory of some yeah. some reports of some internal injuries too. I, and, 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 and God, again, you know, he threw me another challenge. Here you go. Yeah, that's a lot of broken stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so so um, this woman looked after me uh, like a like an angel, and and uh, there was a lot of chaos. Um, in, while I was out, she she took charge of all of it. Um, my kids were called in uh, uh, because they're in the thirties. They all they all they all live on the on the west coast, and my son was on training and couldn't make it. But uh, I don't even remember her being there. Yeah. My daughter, my beautiful daughter Christine, and and uh, so. But just that 10 months before that, to the day, her husband was killed in a motorcycle ride. Right. So I think I remember sharing that the last time I was here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 10 months to the day. To the day. I get in the, I get in the wreck. And uh, this is what was told to me, is that I don't even remember her being there again. But... Um, um, she whispered in my ear that uh, 
Dad, I just lost a husband. I don't need to lose you. That's what was told to me. So, pretty powerful. Yeah, very powerful. And she had she was there for a number of days, but I don't remember. Don't remember. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And Uh, and and this is eighteen months, nineteen months out now. It was a uh, what do you call that experience where you die and come back and. I, I, whatever whatever it's called. Yeah, I was just say yeah, there's some word, there's some phrase they use yeah, for that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. A near-death experience. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, because um, I would think that between uh, trauma to you, you know, our body has from, a way of shutting from what down. I, and from what I understand, I coded. I'm sure they were meddling you up pretty good too. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's and and, and that's that's going to be part of what I'm going to I want to talk about. You know. Um, but I coded twice, from what I understand. Oh, wow. MRSA took over infections real bad, got into my heart. Oh. I was really close to getting open heart surgery, real close. But they, they managed to uh, heal it up by antibiotics, a lot of powerful antibiotics. Again, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. So, and that MRSA has caused three other surgeries future complications that no, it just that, doesn't go away right no no it's kind of uh, hibernates yeah it's so i went through uh me and jamie Ch- we added it up uh 33 hours of surgery um mama and uh seven or eight <laughs> seven or eight visits 33 hours so um and that's and that's the that's one one of the reasons why I wanted to come here, the major reason, is that you can live through this. And um, as devastating as it was, one of the first things that came to my head was they're going to give me a lot of good drugs. Yeah, I would too. And and it's been on the back of my mind for a long time. Um. Pain management and being an and, and alcoholic, right. all the doctors knew, but at the, at the height, at the rate of my injuries, there was no way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely no way. No and way to not. N- yes, okay. yes. Yeah, and I, I really don't believe that I've extremely given up the right to pain relief. And, and, I mean, and, but in the back of my mind, being the alcoholic that I am, I went... Ha! <sighs> golden ticket. <laughs> a golden ticket. That's a very good. That's a very good word for it. <laughs> and uh, and there's a lot of and there's a lot of a lot of uh, controversy in the rooms about this. Yeah. And I'm kind of sticking my neck out. I think. Hmm. You know. Um, I I God gave me a wonderful sponsor who just happens to be a physical therapist. Wow. How about that? I mean, who does that? Yeah. Who does that? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Jim, I call him out. Jim, my sponsor, you know, was there almost every day. He could be, he could be there. He knew exactly what I was going through. Yeah. So he was always two, he was always two steps ahead of me Very about cool. what I was going to face. Yeah. And I'm, I called him one time. Uh, did I do this correctly? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, um, 
but being in the rooms kept me on the path that I needed to be, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know. Um, we can beer way off, you know, this whole, like I, I the, say a lot know, of times that this yeah, whole thing is a series of course corrections. And, 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 you know, and it I keeps was in, me off from going over the rail to bad for a bad pun. And, 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 and I... I called him. I was in so much pain. I was in tears. And it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And I said, I can't take this. I can't take, I can't take this pain. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking the, these medications. So I took a lot of them. When so I you tried not to? I tried not to. God, Absolutely. I mean, there Absolutely. Are some things where it's just you're not gonna. You almost can't. I don't know that you can survive it hardly without some relief. You hit a pain threshold, dead. Exactly. And 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 and, and the importance of being in these rooms is that, you know, I, I I alcohol brought me here. You know, uh, alcohol made me start going into the Jeff Token Club in 2006. You know, 16. You know. And uh, 2006, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my math are yeah. going in it. No, no that, you're right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, um, if I didn't have what I have before this accident, yeah, I absolutely would not. You know, I, I, I would, I would uh, you know, the first six weeks, I'd wake up, I'd be somewhat coherent. I'd see three people. I'd go back to sleep. I guess I would just pass right back out, open up, and, uh, open my eyes, and there'd be eight people there. Hmm. Close my eyes, open up, there's 12 people there, hmm. all from the rooms. Yeah. You know, and I, I, there's only two or three people that I remember. Right. You know, and, and, and I've said it in the rooms, if, if you came to see me, thank you. Thank you so much. And sure enough, two or three people come, I was there. Yeah. Um, a beautiful, beautiful lady, Melanie, and I have to, I have to, I have to talk. She, I woke up, and she was right over me, talking to me, and uh, she is such a beautiful woman. Because I was in so much pain and I was, and she was crying. And I said, what are you crying about? She says, I don't remember the exact words she was saying, but it was at the tone of everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And we just sat there and cried and prayed. And that was so, so powerful. And, and and she was practically, she was leaning over me. And she was, so half her body was on me, half her body wasn't. But I needed that touch, that human yeah. touch, so badly. I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'll bet. I believe we help each other in that regard yeah. that we can, like, lift, uh, you know, like, share pain, whether if it's actual physical pain yeah. or if it's emotional pain, to have somebody Absolutely. close to you, you actually get to share it. I know a period of time in my life where it was anger, 
and my friends helped me. They were madder than I was about this situation. Yeah. And because they were so mad, yeah. it's like I didn't have to be as mad, and I could actually function in the capacity that I needed to be functioning in because they took my anger. Yeah. And I think pain can be the same way when we, when we have yeah. compassion and share that. And, and, and it was so... That was truly a God thing to me. Yeah, it's like where she she was uh, she was my angel at that moment at that time, and I connected with her on a level that I've never experienced. Mm -hmm. To me, it was almost heavenly and yeah. and uh, miracles. And uh, that's <coughs> when uh, Joe uh, Joe R. Um, he'd be in there almost every day and he just get, I guess the doctors were telling all of them to talk to me and wake me up and you know that, that kind of thing engage you yeah and he, he I woke up when his face was right over me you're a fucking miracle man you're a fucking miracle man he must have said that a thousand times it's like shut up <laughs> then they'd all start laughing because they got me to talk yeah you know <laughs> yeah. but I guess they were you know uh uh you know, the group of marks. <laughs> they were all there picking at my toes and, you know, trying to get me to wake up. Yeah. Huh. And it was all them talking to me that, yeah. you know. Kind of like when somebody is injured like that, you'll hear, and maybe it's just movie stuff, but maybe not. Of the, you know, don't stay with me. Stay with me, you know, to keep some conscious in some that's, consciousness going. That's what they, that the ambulance guys were doing that because I was, you know, I didn't. It started to set in when I was on the, in that ambulance, but then again, like I said, I knew I was in trouble when they rolled me into that ER. Yeah. Yeah. So, it works. It it does work. And 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 Melanie connected with me that day. It was it was, you know. And then through all this, you know, my beautiful beautiful partner Jamie. Um, my my and my sponsor was the one that coined it. He said, "Mark, she just took this in stride, hmm. like it was nothing." You know, I never saw her cry. I never saw her get emotionally upset because of these injuries. Even though she was, she put on a calm and demeanor that is that is unmatched in any human being I've ever met. Wow. I mean. It's interesting that story play again too. You know she's, that somebody is a rock in your life. You know something like in she is the one. Where you can. Oh yeah, she brought me from the depths of hell. Uh, when I got out of the hospital, uh, they just she had to make arrangements to get uh, a hospital bed in the house. Yeah, because that's how how immobile I was. You know, she took care of that. You know, plus, trying to work a, a full time job. Plus, my grandson was living with me at the time. Really? So she was taking care of my grandson. And this beautiful woman, I can't express enough my gratitude and my love for her. It's, uh, she's truly one of a kind. And, uh, Jamie, I love you. Thank you. And uh, 
and and right now right now you know i'm at the point where well i went from immobile to a wheelchair um from a wheelchair to a walker so i've climbed that ladder you know and uh all the while my sponsor's been there yeah you know and and he told me when i was in when i went when i when i was in tears and he said you do not deserve to be in so much pain do what you have to do you know and and uh that that was another sign that he was watching over me yeah. and all of you people were watching over me and uh I knew I was going to get through it at that at that time, you know. I since um, about I don't know. Let's see. This time last year, I knew I had turned the turned the corner, you know, because therapy was starting to work, and uh, and uh, I get these. You know, they were. Brian, I punch him sometimes. <laughs> right when I got home, knock on my door and there's five people. Come on, we're gonna have a meeting. You know, <laughs> I don't want you here. Get go away. Money. <laughs> I'll sit down. Everybody start up. Come on, let's go. <laughs> you know, and that was we had we had. We had uh, two or three of those. I can't remember. Yeah, that's a fantastic thing. You know, we had, and there was a little group of people there that, and Susan, I love you, Susan. You know, she just, she, she put up a little website that had my condition and, you know, and she updated it every day. Yeah, I remember you, that. Yeah. And so. She posted on Facebook. And yeah. To it. Yeah. And, and just all you wonderful people, man. I, I, there certainly was a lot of prayer warriors out there. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. And well, that is a beautiful thing about this program that you don't, you know, like you think about when you're just struggling to get sober, you don't realize the whole package that comes with this. Thing. Absolutely. You know, and it's such a, it's such a gift to have if you open your heart and realize that you have, you know, and that's that first step of getting sober, like you just said, but getting that network of friends. Yep. You know, and you, and, and of course, we're just like any other, you know, we're human. We have our cliques. Let, you know, just, just, just say what it is. You know, we all have certain, there's certain groups, yeah. you know, and I go across the river, you know, and I, I, I want to make it back there on Tuesday nights. <laughs> but, I was thinking about like those, you know, we talk about that ripple effect, you know, and you've got these rings around you, you know. And absolutely. You got a close ring, hopefully. Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. And, and then there's another ring. Sure. And there's another ring. And, and, and that's, you know, that's a good way to really put it. It's not really a level thing, but you can only be that close to so many people. Yeah. You know, you yep. only have room in your life yep. to be close everybody's to Everybody's lifestyle is different. We're, you know, we're everybody's lifestyle different and. I see a lot of young people come in the rooms and just, of course, they're scared to death. Yeah. And that, 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 that failure is not a good word for it, but that uh, inability to open up your heart 
and and take direction, you know, and uh, and 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 learn to trust people again, you know, because we all been through it. Yeah. I don't give a shit what you've been through. There's somebody in that room that's been through something worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our self esteem is such in the hole when we get here. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, we yeah. Almost can't look people in the eyes, and you know, let alone like cultivate a friendship right we're just right. not ready for that. that's where the people that's got some time under a belt that's kind of like oh hey, i feel my job is <coughs> is to me. say hey you know and keep on throwing the rope around them and pull them in now, if they don't want to come you know i ain't gonna make you uh, uh, right it ain't, it ain't gonna be from a lack of right effort. and we be then me and me and jamie have a have a friend that is in the same you know god bless her we've pointed her so many different times but it, it's it's only only you can do it. Yeah. You know, and they keep coming back. Right. Yeah. And then I can, you know, I got, I guess this was a blessing too, but I, uh, I got injured right before COVID, you oh, know, yeah. started and people were there to visit me and, yeah, you know, and then, but yeah, not too long after that, you know, you can't even do that now. Good point. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and yeah. so I had those, I had that, that, that circle of everybody was there, you know, um, but uh, I can remember when I got out because everything started to shut down and uh, everybody was stuck at home. And I'd be, I was in a wheelchair looking looking out the window in the subdivision and there'd go one of them liquor bar and vans. Zoom. <laughs> and next, five minutes later, zoom. <laughs> Just zooming right by you, you know. And, and then we got into the zoom calls. And uh, I would I would sit there and how many people have we lost? Yeah. How many people have we lost that are never going to come back? You know, and it was so easy. Yep. You know, get online and call and stick your hand out the door. Yep. And 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 uh, but you have to look at it too. Is how many did we gain? Yeah. It was a tough time to get sober. I know that. I yes. Know newcomers coming in without that, like, and it goes to say, like, that contact you were talking about, that proximity of another human being thing. Yep. Uh, it's that's part of what we got here too. Yeah. You know, and and you had it a whole, you know, at that like extreme high level, but I think not having that and having to just be doing meetings through Zoom, you really miss a connection there. That that. And there was a you know, and there was it's better than nothing, but it's it took a while for Zoom to get started up. Yeah. You know what? A month and a half, maybe yeah, two months. Popular for yeah, yeah, time. yeah, but uh, yeah, it it it, it that. Again, that circle of friends that I had, you know, carried me through that. It's already established. Yeah, and 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 you know, uh, we've a lot of newcomers have been coming in. Um, you know, I, I I have I have two sponsees, and and they have been so patient with me. You know, um, uh, I, I guess they're glad because I'm not having drug them through steps. <laughs> <laughs> But they've stuck with me, and and that's Todd and Chris, and uh, and also you know I wanted to mention too that you know I I belong to veterans groups you know uh, part of Veterans Court here in Clark County, so I give my time when I can, yeah, um, and that's where I have you know that's where I have pushed most of my resources I guess or where I want to help. Right. Yeah. You know, so we, 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 
um, um, it's it's been tough. We lost one last week to COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, thirty-two years old. Wow, terrible. So uh, we got to deal with that, but uh, yeah, to uh, I don't think it's going to last two hours. But uh, um, I just I have to I just have to emphasize that stay with your You know, keep coming back, man. Don't, don't. I have no idea. I would not be alive today if it wasn't for my friends in the support group. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't think being on the outside. I don't think I would have. That would have happened. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I, I didn't have anywhere near the level of the friendships I have before. I yeah. thought I did. Yeah. You know. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't right. the true, sincere and thing that's, that's going on here. And that may be an exaggeration for people that are listening. You know, of course, you got friends and family. Yeah, but but, but I didn't have them like I have them now. No, nowhere. No, nowhere near. No, nope. not the amount of people that are are truly, sincerely, would, really would help me. You know, and 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 just dedicated to staying sober. Yeah, no matter mission. no matter how hard it is. You know, we've had people that lose lose children. Yeah. I lost a son-in-law, you know, um, we know, of, I know three or four people that have lost their kids, you know, to this disease and, and it's, it's tough. God damn, this is not easy. It's not, you know, uh, um, it's a fight for your life, but, know? but, but taking a drink is not going to solve it. Right. And now I have, uh, um, you know, on my, on the pain management front for me, you know, I have I, I was not allowed to go into pain management, an actual program of it, because I had so many follow-on surgeries. Hmm. The doctors would not let me, which made sense. And I just started about two weeks ago. No, I'll, I'll take that back. About a month and a half ago, I started on a dedicated pain management program. You know, and and. Uh, um, I still am under close. I, I need to be under close supervision, and I stick to that. Yeah, yep. you know that's the thing. You know, and, we and, can still and, have pain management, but it's got to be looked at from a. When you have yes, you have to look at this. It it, it it's going to it's going to save your life. In another on another level. Yeah. Yeah. So on another level, yeah. yeah. So it's it becomes it becomes you. two it becomes two separate worlds. All of a sudden, for me. You know, my fear of, of of taking a drink is still greater than what I have now. And I thank God for that, yeah. that I have that. You know, thank God. I, I'm blessed to know that I am a stone-cold piece of shit alcoholic. You know, that's 15 years on, you know. Uh, that's the other I'm, thing we hear around here, you know. I'm you stay no better. In the program, I, I, you see that people still pick up with 20 years of sobriety. You know, absolutely. You're never, you know, but you're come never back. out of the gate, you know. Yeah, but come back. Come back, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's I, it, it, that's it's okay. You know, thank God I haven't. I, it's a it's a miracle that I have not taken a drink. It, absolutely, because it would have been so just like that. That simple. Would be, you know, and I I, I I use the term your arm's length, 
you know, stick your arm out. That's our. That's how far I am from a drink. Yeah, yeah we had to keep. And our, I, I've got these wonderful people. Uh, and, 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 and you know, you and uh, it's just uh, it's amazing, man. You know, I still got a ways to go. Um, I got a, probably got another surgery coming up in November. Um, my arm, my left arm, is not healing properly. So, um, but I got, I have to, I'm definitely afraid of uh, the infection. Yeah, you know, I was on antibiotic port oh, right really? directly into my heart mm. for like nine months. Wow. Yeah, because that's how, that's how badly that, that MRSA ate me up. So, uh, well, I've always heard a few things. You know, one of the things that I heard about pain medicine and that is that you, frankly, you don't heal as well under the stress of pain than you do if you get some pain relief. You know, that right. you'll heal better. Right. If there's a thing that because your body is kicking off all these uh, cortisones or something, if you're under that, exactly. and it slows the healing. So, uh, pain medication is not just to make me feel better. No, there's actually it's not. Some some processes at, in our body that will allow us to heal yeah. better if we have at, some pain relief. At this point in my recovery, the from the physical injuries, if I if I do stop taking them, I'm practically immobile. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you the, have to have and, the function. In in the function exactly, and physical therapy has helped. I haven't been in it as much lately. But I just, you know, my life has turned. We sold our house, um, bought another one. You know, I, I've stay, I stay as busy, as busy as I can. You know, um, I'm raising three puppy dogs. and oh, yeah. <laughs> So <clears throat> I have a lot to do. That would be something to do. Yeah, yeah. The, um, um, we, me and Jamie, we are a whirlwind. You know, we're always doing something. We always have a project going. She, she, she makes her, she makes it her business to keep me busy. Yeah. And, and because she knows that, you know, it's, it's important that I stay, that I stay, you know, active because if you don't. Yeah. The depression and that, you know, we gotta be, and I don't know, you know absolutely maybe some people the, aren't that way, but. Oh, I'm, I suffered from so much depression. I could joke around at my. My drug of choice in recovery is busyness, uh, and I can I have to watch that. But there's I do need I, I need to keep a certain level of productivity in my heart. You have to. I'm not, you know. Yeah. Begin. It kind of starts. It starts affecting my self esteem, frankly. Yeah, and I'm not, and, and yeah, exactly, and and uh, yeah, if you don't stay busy, it's for this alcoholic, it can get it can get very chaotic. Yeah. Too and dark. I, yeah. So. I think that's all I got. Yeah, brother. I got some I, questions though. Sure. Uh, and I had to, the, some of them wheeled around, but I didn't want to interrupt you. And it might take me a little bit of jaw jacking for them to come back up and, and float to the top. Um, and, you know, again, back with the pain medication, did you feel uh, like, you know, we talk about this phenomenon of craving. And I know that I've had that with alcohol and the pills that once I get some in me, once it's been introduced into my system, there's a craving that kicks off that today I actually know what it is. You know, before I came to AA, I didn't know what that was that made me want the second beer and the third beer and the, and the fourth pill and the, 
you know, all that. Did you recognize anything like that word? Like, you're like a, kind of like it getting some grip in you, like it's trying you to get for, you? Thank you for asking that question. That is, that is absolutely yes. Yes. And, and as I began to know my own pain level, I adjusted according to that because, um, but that, but, but that phenomenon of craving, absolutely. I'm glad you asked that. And, and, and having that group around you that, that in a, in a wonderful sponsor and, and, and a kick-ass, kick-ass partner, Jamie, that, you know, is hyper vigilant of, 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 of how, of how I'm recovering. You know, and she will, uh, I, I, yeah, that, God, that's, that's a, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I'm a little careful. I don't want to overstep anything either. Here no, you're this, fine. Are you, do you manage them or do you do somebody manage them for you? I manage them now. I manage them now, you know, and, and, but I'm accountable. Yeah. I'm accountable. Yeah. Got people holding you accountable, and, and she you. and then you know that they're they're right there in the open, you know, and uh, and, and she'll go in and count them, and 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 absolutely. that's the kind of thing that I'll you know, and that's the way I was taught too, you know. At least you know I haven't been through one of those, and it's one of my worst fears is yeah. being hurt because pain right. medication was ultimately my bottom. Uh, that was Correct. What took me down at the end, you know. It wasn't actually a you know I was. Yes, I was a drunk alcoholic, but it was the pills that took me to the floor, to the and, ground and, floor. And, and, and that's, at first the pain was so extreme. I was taking them constantly. Didn't know if I was taking one or one every three hours or one every five hours. The, 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 the pain was so great that sometimes I'd have to take more. Yeah. But, but now that, that, the process has moved along i can delineate you know god you know i take one in the morning and take one in the, now i take one in the uh late afternoon and one for a good event you know but but you're right that that the craving it yeah. can get you because i think it's you know it's key to have some accountability because I, yes. I, I don't trust myself and, and, enough. And, and, and let's it and, and let's and let's let's say they're opioids they're they yeah. are addictive absolutely yeah. Sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, like I said, have I, I done it? Have I have I done it correctly? <laughs> Hell no. But I recognize it. Yeah. You know, now today I recognize it because of you, because of everybody in the rooms, and me, and me still being teachable. Right. Yeah. You know, so I still go to four or five meetings a week. Yeah. 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 It's crucial in my life too. I Absolutely. Know, uh, Absolutely. I, I see some people that uh, in Zoom, you know, the COVID era, I watched a lot of people use that for an excuse to stop going to meetings, you know. Yep. And, uh, and I think that I, I look, I have this little thing I say about like this, and I learned it from somebody else, but it just made sense to me that this disease that we have is like a parasite, you know, and it hijacks my operating system. So I can't trust my own thinking. That's why I got to stay plugged into people Correct. all the time. So, well, I look at I like that disease looked for that opportunity and said, all right, this is good. This is a good excuse not to go to meetings anymore. We can start. Yeah, yeah. We can start just nudging you out of the herd and get you over here by yourself where mm -hmm. it's a bet where you the where it's dangerous territory. Yeah. And um, and I watched I watched quite a few people do it. You know, I kind of went, you know, they say, 
I don't like Zoom meetings. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this ain't for ne- you know, this ain't necessarily for what I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you notice though too when the, the Zoom started first coming up, they were sparse, mm-hmm. and then it gained in popularity pretty yep. pretty quickly. And that's for us that that have to. I mean, this has to be a part of it has my to be life. a priority. I've seen maybe one or two newcomers in there. Yeah. At the most. Yeah. I would think, you know, there's some things like I think it would might be easier for a newcomer to come into a Zoom meeting, but it's harder to keep them. You know what I mean? Correct. Correct. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. there's some energy that goes on. Just, yeah. I like to brag about my home group. If you come in and hang around my home group of men, you're going to feel something. You're going to feel something in you. And I watch it affect people differently. I watch people affect people where they're like ready to run off. Right. Because the disease has got them. And the disease yeah. is saying, if you hang around with these guys, I'm screwed. <laughs> so let's get out of here. I love watching. There's some. There's a There's a regular occurrence, and I've seen it happen, where a guy goes, he's sitting in a meeting. I can tell he's coming out of his skin. He does not want to be here. And uh, and he may even ask somebody where the restroom is at. And then, poof, you know. God. You don't see him again, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and... and uh, but that if you do want it, you'll feel something that feels uh, attractive when you're hanging around with my guys. And I'm sure your guys are the same way. I've yep. got, I initially got it hanging around those guys. Right, uh, right. And uh, But the Zoom doesn't, you know, it's still there, but it's not there at that, that level. It, where it, you it, wanna, it doesn't where, replace that human interaction yeah, right. face-to-face. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, uh, but thank play. God it was there, you know. And who'd have thought that that was going to be? Because I was, you know, I got my panties in a wad in the beginning too. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, it's stupid because I was doing this mankind project at, when COVID hit, yeah. and they were the first ones to go before my AA went virtual. Right. Mankind said, "Hey, we're going to call off the face-to-face meetings, right? And uh, and we're just going to start doing this virtual." And I was like, "Well, that's a bunch of crap." I know it, you know. And I got my panties in a wad and all yeah. that. And then it yep. was like two weeks later, AA said, "Okay, we're going this way." And I was like, "Well, now I got to make a life-saving decision." It made it a lot. I it, wasn't living on mankind. Yeah, it, I'm it, living it, on AA. It made it a lot easier when 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 the, you know the the head office got got online on board with it. And yeah, made it a lot easier. Yeah, so, then I also kind of had to make some amends to mankind because I showed my ass there, and I was like, uh, "Y'all actually were ahead of the curve." <laughs> <laughs> I, I I appreciate you asking me that question. That was, that's yeah, that's because that's, that's the whole deal. You know, we think we got. We, I think you end up with so many uh, preconceptions. You know, some things that I I like it. My, one of my favorite speakers, uh, Scott Lee, says, "What I think I know for certain ain't true." And um, yeah, and uh, we come in here. You know, one of the big ones when we first get here is, is I'm never going to have fun again. Yeah, you know, you come into rooms and you think, yeah, the fun is over. Yeah, you know, and that's a lie. Yeah, because the fun's just beginning. Because I have way more fun today than I ever did. And one of the other ones is, in this case here, is I've I've given up my right to pain relief. If everything ever happens to me, I got a gut through it. I know some you guys said that, do that some in that of that text. Stuff. Yeah, and that, that that made me stand up and think about that. When you we were texting back and forth, yeah, biggest fear. Oh, uh, and and because you know, I know but, some guys, but that home. alcoholic in my mind was going, oh, yeah, yeah, me <laughs> yeah. too. I, yeah, had, yeah. <laughs> I guess it was you know it was September nineteen, so it was since you were here. Uh, I woke up one morning with uh, I woke up and I always just sit up in bed and do my prayer meditation. I don't even leave the bed if I don't have to pee. Sometimes I get pee and can come back, mm-hmm. but that particular morning I I got up and I hadn't really moved yet. 
And uh, my kids had to be, I was taken into school. They were still, uh, my son's driving now, so I've taken a lot of that off. But, um, and I, as I, as I pivoted on my ass to take my legs off the bed and get ready to get up, uh, a, a pain shot from my lower back down my left leg that did, you know, tell, that, that hit a threshold to where I didn't think I was going to be able to take it anymore. I mean, I laid there and I just thought it was like a, you know, kind of felt like a cramp at first. I right. thought it was going to come and pass right. and it just kept on getting more and more and more intense. Uh, I was in my bedroom crying over the pain by myself. And I ended up crawling into my daughter's bedroom telling her to wake up my dad because he's going to have to take you all to school. I can't do anything. And I laid there. I went back in my bed and laid there. While this thing kept on feeling like the intensity of it was getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and had no idea what to do. I ended up calling Mac's wife. She's a nurse mm -hmm. and uh, I trust her judgment. And she came over right away, you know. And uh, But I remember thinking, if this, I don't, I can't take any more of this. This is hitting a level that I can't, I can't yes. take it. I'm going to pass out. I was, that's actually when I was made the phone call to somebody I thought I was going to, I thought and I was going to pass and I, out. And I have passed out because of. Because yeah, and severe I thought, pain. you know, I need to call somebody for some help before I pass out, or else right. nobody's even going to know I'm, you know. And so I did that, and um, my my Angie said to me on the way she come here, and she said something. She said, "But well, I think we need to take you to the emergency room." And I said, "I, I think so too." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, on the way over there, she said, uh, "What if they want to give you pain medication?" And I said, I will eat every fucking one they give me. Yeah. Give it to me. I don't care. You know, it went out the window. All right. fear of, of and that, that, that was gone. Is give me a bucket of them because I was hurting so bad that uh, it didn't yeah. really matter to me. Uh, I said, you know, what's crazy is I sat down on, they got me in there. I was sitting in the emergency room in the waiting area crying. I think yeah. they got me a priority because they could see how bad a shape I was in. Uh -huh. And as uh, soon as they set me on the examination table, I mean, instantly, the instant they set me and scooted me up on that bed in the ER room, my leg just shot to numb. And it went completely numb. Yeah. Now, I was relieved at one level, but the disease in me knew that I wasn't in pain no more. And it was almost like a goddamn, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I, I started thinking, you know, I'm going to get some pain medication here in a little bit. It's going to be a freebie. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and I don't really think of that. I'm look, talk, I'm thinking of that. I'm talking that in the rearview mirror, right? Because I'm not really thinking that at the time. I'm not processing any of that. I'm processing it after the fact of going, huh. Yeah. Uh, it then, already was tapping me on the shoulder and was happy about me getting some of that. And then when I'm when my pain when my pain just disappeared, my left leg is still numb. My my left foot specifically and down my calf right. the feeling came back into my thighs and i can feel that but like even to the touch uh it's numb to the touch even now right now two years later wow september september it was september 8th wow uh two years later my left leg is still numb and i still get these pains and i still get this little hitch in my back and it's nothing like i need medication for but at the time uh you know that day uh yeah. I, I needed some relief somehow I, or another because I was hitting some threshold that I didn't know how to handle. I, I, I definitely learned the 10 steps of the pain threshold. <laughs> I know them by heart now. Yeah. You know, what, what's your pain level? That thing? Oh, what yeah. They say, what's your pain level? Yeah. And you're, 
you're like, what's a 12? <laughs> well, it only goes to 10, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, the old but addict I, in me used to play that but game, I, you know? But I but I definitely know what a 10 is. <laughs> so Because you uh, wrestled with pain medication in your recovery, too, right? Pardon? Before, you wrestled with pain medication in, through your recovery from alcohol, too. Yes, yes, absolutely. Is that, uh, were you taking pain medication when you made it to AA? Uh, good question. Um, but I, I had prior neck surgeries. So yeah, yeah, but I was able, it wasn't, it wasn't anything that didn't carry you away. No, 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 no. And this, and this came and, and, and this, you know, this accident came very close to carrying me away, you know, but without this in this program, again, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's critical. It's yeah. critical. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there, there's going to be naysayers, you know, that, that say, oh, you need to go get a white chip. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll get, again, I'll, yeah, and I'll throw that out there right now, you know, um, uh, to thine own self be true. Let's get ready to say the same you know? statement. And, and I have been open and out and up front with my sponsor and my close friends and days that I'm just not, I'm, you know, the barely walk thing really comes to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I still use a cane. So, so just being honest, uh, getting the, getting the correct resources, you know, getting the right resources. I've been through 10, 15 doctors, you know, and, and the, and the medical system, you know, uh, one doctor works on you. Uh, they can't give you anything. To, they can give you something for pain, but for only for 90 days. You know, I began to find out all of these, all of these, you know, and then I, I said, wait a minute, I have to go to one central location to get this. So I changed it. It's been a journey. Yeah, I bet. You, you know, know there's a you know, the whole attic end of it is yeah, like kind and, of messed up the thing in a way. But then again, it also is protecting people from getting. Sure, sure. I get it. And, and, and. And, you know, I, my doctors say I'm going to have chronic pain for the rest of my life. Now, how that's going to play out, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. You know, but... but I've seen too many miracles to just, you know, I, I can accept that for what you just told me, you know, but uh, I'm not going to necessarily accept that for good because I've seen other miracles happen in the world. And Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe not. What I think I know for certain ain't true. <laughs> yeah. But I know I'm not going to pick up a drink. Right. You know, and 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 I continue to take take my meds, you know, as prescribed. You know, but it 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 has been a battle up front. You know, so, yeah, the alcohol never really re it, it's got that other it's got that emotional pain relief thing that makes me not give a fuck anymore. Uh, I remember being hurt. Now you know, you put alcohol and opiates together. That's my favorite combination. Sure, and, and I got and, to and a point where that's I couldn't have one without the other. There's so many. Then there's so many of us out there. Yeah, so many of us. Because I can, I I do just like the big book says about uh, uh, a revulsion comes up in the guy when he thought about drinking, and uh, you you you. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but jerk away from it like from a hot flame, you know. And alcohol is that way for me today. But I don't have the same kind of thing in my head about other things. There's some other, like the pain pills don't, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, my mind does not 
revulse from thinking about having pain medication. When somebody talks about drinking, I get a little sour in my stomach, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And but that, I don't yeah. have that with the pain medication. You know, it's still lingering in there, like it's still got some hooks in me that it's still, you know, tapping me on the shoulder, saying, right. You know, Dan, it's not like it's chronic, but uh, like I'm thinking about it all the time. But I don't, right? I don't, I don't have that sour stomach that I have about alcohol. Alcohol just is like. Okay, I don't think I could drink if I wanted to. Uh, I no. could. <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, that's the kind of saying thing. I meant like my, I, I just it doesn't it doesn't have an allure anymore. No, it doesn't. No, I, but I the pain medication still does have some level and, of allure. And, and 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 popping, putting alcohol on top of that, is 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 the next thing. It's devastating. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would yeah, that would, and that's what I know is that once I test mentally my toe and in one thing, I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, I couldn't go back there. I, yeah. not, I couldn't and, do that. But once I like once I stuck my toe in the pain medication, then I think that might leave. You know, and I feel hey, drink doesn't sound too bad. Uh, no, now. You yeah. know, like when Big Jim says, uh, when you, the problem with smoking a little pot is it makes me thirsty. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've seen that yeah. way too many or times. Jim, that people, yeah, go, yeah, Jim calls them the funny cigarettes. Yeah, where people play with something that's not their favorite, it's not their drug of choice. You know, right. like I, I actually am in around some people here lately for whatever reason that seem to think the marijuana is not a big issue. They're going to get ready to legalize it, and you know, and all that. And I never had a problem with pot. But what my experience is by watching people is that when we, no matter what we go back to, right, we will end up circling back to our drug of choice sooner or later. Uh, which which will which will end up killing door. you? Yeah. Yes, yeah. which will end up killing yeah. you? Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's that's a little bit like the we way were I think about the pills is that I would hate that I would be worried that's going to open up a gate that I can't close again. Right. Um, yeah, I, it's you remember I, I was telling you that. Uh, before we started this, uh, that Jamie had just counted it up, and it was like last month. We were sitting outside drinking coffee, and and uh, she said, "You know, we got thirty-three hours of surgery racked up with you." Wow. And she kind of went over it, and it just that enormity of that just kind of like hit me in the face. Yeah, thirty-three passed. hours of surgery and. Uh, I think it's been eight surgeries, eight surgeries in 33 hours. And I probably got one more going up, but I can, it should be a breeze, you know, kind of like a, a, a an adjustment. <laughs> Are you doing this through the VA or is this? In conjunction with in VA. In conjunction with. Yeah, because I'm a disabled vet. Right. And uh, yeah, and, and again, God put, you know, they put the, put them, the VA in my life. They helped me out a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was a you know, civilian specialist, and then go to VA, and so. Yeah, it's yeah. A, that same and, thing. That little saying and, about the rearview mirror, kind of like you know, uh, the fact that your sponsor is a physical therapist. You know, you yeah. Know, like you know, that didn't make you know, it didn't really matter a while back. You know, who cares? And then you go yeah. looking at your rearview mirror, and look I mean, what God did. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and the mean, same thing with the VA stuff. And, yeah, and and then so. If I let my, if I let him, he'll pave my path. Uh, I yeah. may not know why today, and I may not know why I'm stepping on that particular stepping stone today, and why this and this here tomorrow. But usually, uh, if I just continue to walk the direction he's pointing, I'll figure out why someday. And the and, and the way ahead for me now is just uh, 
um, I think November I'll be, I'll have this other surgery, have this correction, and then I'll start on the, in, in some alternative uh, uh, treatments, you know, whether that be aquatics or, you know, Jim has a whole plethora of ideas for me. And plus, you know, then, then gradually going off the pain medication. I'm ready to get rid of them, but I just don't know when. Yeah. You know, you know, I still, I, I, I've still got some back issues, but again, nothing like I was 19 months ago, brother. Yeah. Let me ask you another question. How do you feel about motorcycles today? I can't wait to get back on one. Really? But I won't. Uh. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, you know, I'm 63 years old and, and uh, I got grandkids and I got. Yeah. I kind of like that. You know, when people say, uh, I know I, got I miss them. I, I miss them, but it, I, I and that, that's another thing the program did for me. It was I was able to let it go, you know, without. Uh, it, I had my I had my fun, you know. I rode for thirty years. I, I always wore a helmet. I always, you know, took every safety measure I could. You know, uh, I did what I could to stay stay safe, and God threw this big challenge on me, and. Uh, I think he was telling me. Yeah, you time to quit writing. You'll hear in the rooms one of them little statements. You know, we got a million of them, right? But the one that says, uh, I, "I know I got another drunk in me, but I don't know if I have another sober." Yes, you know? so true. You know, no, you, another yeah, recovery. Yeah. yeah, same thing about the uh, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Hey, man, I mm-hmm. I could go do it, but I don't know that I could recover again. I would have, and 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 I this this this. Um, second life that I've been given it hasn't come with I've had so much fear you know a bit uh, so so uh, the depths of my depression you know shortly after the accident and I was there by myself a lot because my partner Jamie Jamie had to work um, it's it's been that fear, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't leave the house for a month. You know, after I got better where I could drive, mm. you know, I still didn't want to. I was scared to start up my car and really and go down the road, mm. waiting for that shoe to drop. Yeah. You know, so that fear, I've been to a couple of psychiatrists, therapists about that. And, you know. So there's a fear of, like, the road and the, a fear like of, another of, a fear of A fear of everything. Yeah. Because I can think, you know, my head is telling me, like, I can imagine, like, when I first, when it first happened, and again, this is just all supposition on my end, because I had not been there. But a thing thinking would be a big, huge fear of that. I'm never going to be able to do shit again. You know, I'm a, Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cripple. And, Absolutely. And, 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 and now I'm going to be laying in a damn bed the rest of my life. And that would it, 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 be horrible. I could send that into depression. And then, you know, Absolutely. I didn't really. Absolutely. Uh, and then I forced myself to get out and go to Kroger. I force myself sometimes to go to a meeting. I still deal with it, but it gets a lot easier. Yeah, you know, it gets a lot easier that that I get more mobile. But oh yeah, I mean, sitting at a stoplight and getting rear-ended or uh, walking down the street and comet drops on you. It, yeah. it, it it began to get that crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a, and then it's, it's and, a problem and, in my brain, and then it starts getting and, fertilized, and, 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 and sharing know. it at the, sharing that at the meetings, you know, yeah, uh, and, and 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 just sharing what's on my mind at that time, 
has been critical. Yeah, you have to uncork that bottle. Yes, yes, and 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 with traumatic injuries. Yeah, the, the the you and these rooms have saved my life, and I can I can contribute that. Jamie keeps saying, "Well, it's your strength," but I wouldn't have that strength without you guys. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't have the strength that I have without this program. Yeah, first let first word and the first step. We. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't realize just like I said earlier, you don't don't realize the total package that comes with this because I can I can echo the same sentiment. I know there's a particular thing when my daughter got touched. There's no way I would have been able to make that through there by myself. Sure. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I credit hundred percent fellowship in my support I have, group I have for no carrying problem. me through that. I got no problem with you carrying me through a situation <laughs> yeah that's another thing we have to learn to let people too you yeah know? you got to actually learn you have to, to be helped yep and that's like what we first start doing when we get here you know it's kind of like when we say we practice these principles in our affairs <coughs> as time goes by that's making more sense to me when i first got here i didn't know what that really meant yeah and and some of that is is uh you know at some point i allowed a man to help me allowed a guy my sponsor to help me by taking me through the steps and giving me some guidance in there and what i was doing was beginning to learn to practice to receive help sure uh, sure because uh, you know we're all that way but i think men are that way more so is that uh we don't you know we don't ask it's the same old cliche about we don't ask for directions you know i'll find it yeah uh, you know, like whatever i'm not gonna pull over to the gas station and ask for direction what kind of crazy thought is that and uh and that carries into other places in our lives with it but this this is this this fellowship has taught me how to accept help today taught me how to receive gifts yeah oh uh, well, that's another thing i had trouble doing and today i can receive a gift from somebody and do it with gratitude and a whole bunch of little yeah uh, practicing receiving help right yeah god 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 has been so good to me a minute ago i looked over there and i saw some guy walk by my backyard in a red shirt and i realized my uncle was walking around <laughs> i don't know if he did it kind of looks dark out here i saw him look this way but he didn't come he's supposed to uh he brought he goes down to our camp with us all the time you know and he uses it just probably as much as i do he loves to squirrel hunt yeah. down there doing that well, our little John Deere tractor was acting up, and he said, would it be easier if I brought it to your house? And so he's got a little trailer, and he brought it over here so I can work on it. It's a hell of a lot easier to work on things here than it is down there. Sure, sure, and, sure. Uh, and I fixed it and called him the other day and told him that he could take it back whenever he wanted to. But uh looks like he uh, – I, I don't know if that was why he was here or not, but I hadn't seen him walk by in a little while. Dad sometimes comes out and – he's on it he understands and I tell him that I'm doing a podcast and uh, I tell him he says you need to ask me something you can come out here and do it it ain't that sterile of an environment you know you need something just come open the door and ask me I'll tell you if I can do it right now or not well I I appreciate you inviting me well I was really glad it came up you know uh, because I've been curious about that and I think again as I say this and I mean while my heart at this us telling our stories is how other people get the power how they get yes, the and, 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 um, ability to know that they can make it through too and you can do you, you can do this you know um, stay in the rooms you know there's going to be a lot of a lot of challenges in our lives 
and you know if I can walk through this right. we're not going to do it perfect you know you know don't worry about the don't worry about the, I, I don't want to say dumb shit it, none of it is but stay focused on on your on your on your on your friends your your sponsor uh, going going to going to meetings you ain't got to say nothing you know or you say something if you want you know how it is we're in a pissed off mood you just I don't want to hear nobody you know or, or, or I don't I I just I want to sit here and be calm and yeah. listen you know yep and so uh, doesn't always take words one of the uh, things I do with guys is uh, I assign them people to call especially ones that don't you know you can tell that they're just not real reach out kind of thing and one has a son hey man here's a couple numbers uh call some of these guys yeah uh it's easy when i go down to camp for a weekend and i got somebody new who's supposed to call me every day i always say you know i'll bet i'll use that little window for them to start exercising their reach out muscle but start building that fellowship around you uh so that you know because it's hard to do and if somebody doesn't tell me i won't you know like somebody say well i don't know what to say to them i said just tell them your sponsor told you to call, and uh, so I'm doing that, and they will handle the rest. <laughs> uh, awesome. It's awesome. one thing that we get into. There's no shortage of words. Well, I appreciate you coming in, man, and it is valuable. Everybody's story is so valuable, and these kind of stories have a level of value value above because, like I said, this is this – is, uh, I don't know what the list is, but there's always this list of things that – we think we can't survive. Yeah. You know, there's uh, one, I've heard people talking about like thinking that certain things will come up in their life and they've already like made the list that if this happens to me, I'll drink again. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, but the fact of the matter is, is you don't have to. And, and uh, I was, I was, I was, I was, I had that awe moment when I knew I was going to get pain medication. Even though I was in so much pain, I was passing out, but uh, drinking would have been okay for me. Yeah. At that point. That's what I mean about that parasitic. It's like a. Yeah. I told somebody the other day. I was so. like, it's, it's like there's a cord coming out of your ass, and somebody else has got to hold the joystick, and the disease is over there, turning on that little <laughs> joystick to steer you around, and, and you really that's is the crux of us being powerless against it, because you don't have to beat yourself up because you feel like that. You just have to recognize yes. it and talk about it. It's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. It really is. You know, it's 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 but get back on the bandwagon, man. Yeah. And, so, uh, you brought again. up one more thing. I'll, I'll we'll get done here in a second. But uh, one of the things that somebody said not too awful long ago is that it, here we don't shoot our wounded. And uh, you know, because yeah. that's when you do when you've done something and you come back, it's hard. Yeah. You know, but this is yeah. the one place where you don't you know you don't get beat up for making a mistake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, what happens in my experience is, is you get supported. That we support you while you recover from your mistake and yeah, help you yeah. climb back or up out of that. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And just gonna, it's gonna, um, definitely gonna change your life. So, again, thank you, thank you, Mark. Well, there's two things I close every time with, and I'll just keep on doing it. As I said before, a uh, couple of the miracles of this uh, program is that I've learned that when something's working, I'll keep doing it. And when it stops working, I'll stop. And uh, I didn't always know that. Uh, 
there was times in my life when it wasn't working. I just tried harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're not having a blast in your recovery, it's your own damn fault. And thank you all for uh, allowing Mark and I to participate in our recoveries in this way today. Thanks again, Dan. Yeah, thank you all. Peace out. <laughs>